Welcome to the Money Love Podcast. I'm your host and money coach, Paige Pritchard. If you're ready to uplevel your results in relationship with money, you're in the right place. Each week, I give you the tools to transform your mindset, manage your emotions, and achieve results with your money you never dreamed were possible. Hello. Welcome to episode 74 of the Money Love Podcast. I am really excited that you are here for this week's episode because we are going to be talking about a topic that I guarantee is going to blow your mind a little bit. It's a concept that I've been thinking more and more about as I've been putting the curriculum together for overcoming overspending. And I want to share a bit of that concept with you on the podcast today. But before I do, just a reminder to all of you who haven't joined us yet to jump in to Overcoming Overspending. It launched a week ago on March 1st, so there's been a lot of you who have jumped in in this first week. We have our very first live coaching call tonight. I know a lot of you guys have already dove into the content. I've already been getting such great feedback. I've already had a couple students who have told me and reached out to me and said that they've earned their investment back with the few first modules of the course, which is so awesome and so encouraging to hear. But I would love to have you join us. And I just want to remind you that if you do join us in the month of March 2022, you will be considered a founding member. And essentially what a founding member gets you is $300 worth of savings. So right now you can join the program either by a one-time investment or I have a payment plan as well. You can break up the cost of the program over a span of three months. But come April 1st, both the cost, whether you just do the one-time investment or the payment plan, it's going to go up by $300. And I really want to reward those of you, give you some sort of financial incentive for those of you who jump in early, who get going, and who are the very first people in the program. Now, I want to remind you that I am giving you a money-back guarantee with the program. So what that means is that you can come in You have a lifetime to implement the entire three-phase process that I teach you. You can implement it right away. You can implement it a year from now or five years from now. It doesn't matter. Your money-back guarantee never goes away, just like your lifetime access to the program never goes away. My commitment to you is if you come in and you try it and you implement my process, you should at a minimum earn back your financial investment that you made into the program. Now, if my estimates are correct, you will earn yourself back five to 10 times what you initially invest, plus all of the other amazing intangible benefits that you're going to get from the program. But at a minimum, just know if you come in, you will absolutely 100% make your money back. That is guaranteed. Or if you don't, if you implement the process and you can show me that you did, which I tell you how to do that, But if you can show me that you tried and you didn't earn your investment back, I will give you every single penny back, no questions asked. Again, I just wanted to make this an absolute no-brainer for you guys to jump in early, consume the content, implement the process, get the coaching with me. And I figured the best incentive to do that would be to give you the cheapest price possible and then also on top of that, give you a lifetime money-back guarantee. So if you're interested in joining us, which I hope you are, all you have to do is go to overcomingoverspending.com. It's spelled just like it sounds, but that website, that URL has all of the information for the program. 
So if you have questions like, what's included? What do I get? How much does it cost? How long do I have access to the program? How much time is this going to take me? Questions like that, you can absolutely find when you go to overcomingoverspending.com. And after you've done that, if you still have questions or if you still want to pick my brain, there is a link to my direct email address and you can send me any questions that you have and I'm more than happy to answer those for you. So again, you can jump into the program and get going. All right. So join us there. Excited for all of you who have joined so far and all of the amazing results you've been able to create in just a week. Now, let's talk about when you're not spending. I love, love, love this concept. As your money coach and your spending coach, one of my main goals is to coach you to become an amazing spender, using your money as a tool and in a way that helps you express who you are as a unique individual. Also use money in a way that allows you to create the life that you want to live and use your money in a way that's going to help you hit every financial goal and milestone that you set for yourself. But there is more to creating that type of life and those type of results than just spending. Yes, part of the process of achieving those things is developing your skill of spending. Like I always tell you guys, spending is a skill. It is not something that you were either good or bad at. You're either born that way and you're stuck that way. Spending is a skill, a skill that you gradually become better at over time, like any skill that you will learn and practice. But there's another part of this strategy that we haven't touched on yet that is just as important as the spending side, which is the other side of the coin of what you're actually doing when you're not spending money. How you behave when you're spending is just as important as how you behave when you're not spending money. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about when you're not spending and why your mindset and your behavior in this silo is just as important as when you are spending money. Again, I know that this episode is going to be groundbreaking for so many of you in the way that you view how to actually use money as a tool in your life. So let's first talk about the two options that you have with every single dollar that you earn. Money is going to flow into your life, and then with every dollar that comes into your possession, you have a choice to make of what you're going to do with that dollar. The first choice, which is the choice that we spend a lot of time focusing on, is your choice to spend that dollar. So we will choose to make an exchange of value with another party that has something that we value, right? And when we make that value exchange, we give up our money for a physical item, a service, or an experience. Now, even though not all of these things that I just said are tangible things that we can touch and feel, we're still going to consider experiences and services tangible things that we get when we spend. Because even for these things, we can point to them and we can see the results of what spending the money got us. If we spend money on experiences, let's say a trip, we can point to the trip while we were on it or even after the fact. We have photos we can look at. We have stories and memories that we can point to. We can be very clear and specific on what that money actually bought us. It bought us the trip. Even with services, right? With an Uber ride, let's say. We can say, this is what spending this money got me. It got me a ride from A to B. If you pay someone to file your taxes, it's that time of year. You can say, I spent this money 
And before, my taxes were not filed. And after spending the money, they are filed. If you pay someone to do your laundry, you can say, my clothes were in a dirty pile and now they're clean and fresh and folded and put away in an organized manner now that I've spent the money. So anytime we're spending money, we are buying ourselves something tangible that we can point to and we can say, I made this value exchange with my money and this is what it got me. And I want to remind you that while we're on the subject of spending money, that the goal should always be for you to be on the winning end of that value exchange. Remember, that's a quality of being a good spender. Good spenders understand that their money has value and the things that they exchange it for have value. And as they're spending money, they want to make sure that they are on the positive side, the winning side of that value exchange. And we make that happen when we choose to spend our money on things that are more valuable to us than the money that we had to use to buy it. So the value of the item is more valuable than the value of the money. If you're a little bit confused by that concept, go listen to episode 49. It's the episode titled How to Become a Good Spender. It's one of the five qualities that I walk you through and I dive into it in a lot more detail. We're not going to spend any more time on it because that's not what this episode is about. Just a little side tangent that I wanted to make sure that I pointed out when you are spending money. So that's the first option. The first option when a dollar comes into you is that you can spend that dollar on a tangible thing. But what about the other option? What are we doing when we're not spending our money? When you're not spending your money, you're going to be doing one of two things. You're either going to be having your money or saving your money. Having and saving are very similar in a lot of ways, but I do think of them slightly differently, which I'm going to explain to you the difference and what you're actually buying yourself when you have your money or when you save your money. So first, let's talk about how they're different. Let's start with the having of money. I want you to think of having money as a shorter term act and saving or investing, I'm going to use those two words interchangeably, so just know when I'm saying saving, I could also mean investing, either or. That is a longer term act. Having your money just means that you have money that belongs to you. It's currently in your possession. You have it, and you're just going to have it for a period of time before spending it. Now, having money And developing your capacity to have money is a foreign concept to so many of us. (laughs) I know it used to be a very foreign concept to me, especially to those of us who struggle with impulse shopping and overspending like I used to, because we just don't see the value in having money. Because for so many of us, and again, I used to be this way, your money is only as good to you as what it will buy for you, right? Like, what is money for if it's not for spending it and getting a tangible thing that I can point to and touch and feel. I used to hold this viewpoint. And so a long time ago, I spent every cent I made because I didn't see the value in just having my money. The money was spent in my mind before it even hit my bank account. So I want you to think, does it feel like that for you sometimes? Like the money doesn't even belong to you yet. It's not even hit your bank account and you're already thinking about, What can I get for this? What can my money buy me? When we think about money in that way, and when we don't have a very strong capacity to just have our money, our relationship with money becomes a very one sided and selfish relationship, right? It's very much like, what can you do for me? What's in it for me? How can you make my life better? 
And if we think about having that viewpoint or that mindset in a human person-to-person relationship, we would realize that that relationship wouldn't be a very healthy or meaningful relationship. Yes, part of relationships are receiving something from the other person, but another big part of it is giving. It's a give and a take. All relationships require compromise, where you give a little, you get a little. With any healthy relationship, we're not just there to take, 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 consume, 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 me, me, me. But the truth is, many of us have a relationship with money that is very much this way because we have zero capacity just to have our money because we are solely focused on spending it and the tangible things that our money can buy us. Again, it's very one sided. What can you do for me? What can you buy me? How can you make my life better? Now, the opposite of this mindset is having your money, which means having your money and holding it for a period of time before you immediately go out and spend it and let it go. It means being thoughtful and intentional about the purchases you want it to make for you. Something that's best for you in the long-term vision of your life, not just what is best for your short-term pleasure to appease your caveman brain. So I've done a lot of episodes about savings, and we've talked a lot about shorter-term saving pools, like having an emergency fund that's a couple thousand dollars, having sinking funds where you're saving up gradually over time. And I like to view these shorter-term pools of money as having my money for a bit. It's like, look, I don't need this money right this second because the expense has not arisen yet. But I know it will eventually, probably sometime within the next year, I'm going to need this money for something. So for now, instead of spending it on something and being able to get something for my money right away, I'm just going to have my money. I'm not going to spend it right this second. I'm just going to have it and I'm going to get comfortable with it. I'm going to grow and develop my capacity to have my money. I'm going to care for it for a period of time and then I will go spend it when the need arises. So that is having of your money. And if you haven't yet, go all the way back to the very beginning of the podcast and listen to episode nine, which is called Your Capacity to Have. This concept is a concept that very few of us think about, pay attention to, work to develop, but it truly is one of the most important skills of being a good spender. You cannot be a good spender if you don't grow and develop your capacity to just Have your money for a little bit before you immediately go out and spend it. Now, in addition to having money, we can also save it or invest it. And I think of these two as being on a longer term time horizon. So, this is the money that you're going to need 10 to 40 years from now. This is the money that you save in a rainy day fund, a brokerage account because it represents investments that you have, a retirement account like a 401k, but you're saving. You're saying, I want this dollar to stick around for a long time. I want this dollar to be there for me and my future self in 40 years when I'm 65, 75 years old. And the great news is, is that by that time, this dollar will have turned into $20. It's like a seed that you're planting in the ground now, but you know that down the road, that tiny seed is going to turn into a huge tree. That's what happens when we save and invest our money over a long period of time. It compounds. $1 is going to turn into 20. So 
Those are the two options that are the opposite of spending your money. Option one is having your money, which typically is shorter term, being with your money for a shorter term need within the next year. And then saving your money is the second option, which is typically for a longer term purpose 10 to 40 years down the road. So we know what spending money buys us, right? The tangible things that we've discussed. But what does the other side buy us? What are we buying ourselves when we're not spending money, when we're having our money or saving our money? It's kind of interesting to word it that way and to ask you the question, what are you buying yourself when you're not spending money? (laughs) Because most of us don't realize that we are even buying ourselves anything when we just have or save our money. We just think of it as, I have this money sitting in an account. I'm just saving it. It's here. The numbers in my account are going up and up and up, and that's how we all think about it. We think of it as, I have all the stuff and things in my world that my money bought me, and then I have the money sitting in my accounts. That's it. But what if I told you, when you have your money and when you save your money, you are still buying yourself something. You are still going shopping with that dollar. It's just maybe not as obvious to us that we're doing that because the things that we're buying aren't tangible things. They are not things that we can see, touch, show to other people, but something more intangible that only we as the havers and the savers of our money get to experience and no one else. I want you to hear that when you are not spending your money and instead you have it or you save it, you are buying yourself many incredibly valuable intangibles. There are so many beautiful and amazing things that happen in our lives when we have and save our money, when we're not actively spending our money to buy a tangible thing. The first thing is that we buy ourselves options. You create more options in your world. When you have more money and you save more money, you create more options in your world where you don't have to be making decisions solely based on your financial circumstances. You don't have to stay in jobs, relationships, cities, situations that don't serve you. You actually have the financial means to make different choices and to change your external circumstances if that's something that you want. You can say yes to the things that you want to say yes to, no to the things that you want to say no to, without money being a determining factor in those yeses and nos. When you create options for yourself, you buy yourself control. And there is nothing more priceless or more valuable to us than having control over our world and over our decisions. You also buy yourself time. We talk a lot about this concept Time is one of the few assets that once it's gone, we can never get it back. And this relates closely to creating options for yourself. But when you create options for yourself and you have control over your life, you get to have more control over your time. You get to have more say in what you're doing, when you're doing it, and who you're doing it with. When you use your money to buy you options, control, time, Really, at the foundation of it, what you're really buying yourself is freedom. So let's think about these things. Options, control, time, freedom. These aren't things that are necessarily flashy and sexy. They're not tangible. We cannot see them, touch them. We can't show them off to other people. 
we are the only ones who get to experience them as the havers of it, if that's how you say it correctly. But they are just as valuable, if not even more valuable than the tangibles that we buy ourselves when we are spending money with other people or other parties. So I need you to hear that when you're not spending your money, when you have it, when you save it, you are buying yourself something. You are buying yourself intangibles that are incredibly valuable and frankly are the things that are going to contribute most to you living your best life. Think about it. When you think about your best life and what it looks like, really give some thought to it and then I'm going to ask you what comes up for you. Of course, you're going to think about and envision the material things that will make up that ideal life. We all will. It's totally normal and we should, right? Our lives are going to be composed of the tangibles. But when you envision your perfect ideal dream life, what does it look like in terms of how you feel, how you spend your time, how freely you make choices and decisions, how much control and autonomy you have over your day to day? Think about that. Because I think for a lot of us, myself included, we would say that in our dream perfect ideal life, we would be able to feel like we're in control. We are in control of our time, our environment, our decisions, and our happiness. And y'all, those things are available to every single one of us because they are for sale, but they aren't purchased through your spending. They are purchased when we do the opposite of spending. They are purchased when we have our money and when we save our money. So for those of us who love to shop, myself included, I have some amazing news for you. You get to go shopping with every dollar that you earn. Every dollar you earn, you get to ask the question, what do I want to buy myself? Do I want to buy myself something tangible or intangible? Do I want to go out and spend my money and make a value exchange with another person or another party and buy myself a tangible thing? This could be a bill that you pay. It could be groceries, gas, a physical item, a service, an experience. Or... Do I want to go shopping with this dollar and make that value exchange with my future self? So instead of another person or party, I'm making that value exchange between my present self and my future self, and I'm buying my future self something intangible. Either way, I am going home with something. It might not be something that I could see and touch and show off to others, but I will be the one to know that I have it. Now, Here is how most of us think about these two options. Most of us look at them as competing against each other, right? Like, I have $1 and I have to choose. Am I going to spend this dollar or am I going to save this dollar? And when we choose to view it in this way, it doesn't feel so great, right? Especially for those of us who like to spend and shop. We view having money and saving money as the opposing force to getting what we want as the enemy to the material things that we want to possess. Having money and saving money feel boring to us, not very exciting to us, sometimes even unnecessary or pointless to us. It for sure does not give us the dopamine rush. It doesn't feel as good as getting to spend the money on a tangible thing. So many of us are so focused on how good it feels to buy and spend and acquire and consume We think that it's the only way to use our money to feel good. But do you ever think about or focus on how good it feels not to spend? 
how good it feels to just have your money, how good it feels to go shopping for the intangibles that only not spending your money can buy you. Once you make that realization that you're still getting to buy yourself something and you realize exactly what it is that you are buying for yourself, time, freedom, control, options, it actually feels pretty amazing when you're not spending as well. It is a win-win, you guys. You don't have to look at it as one way is going to be really fun and exciting and the other way is going to be painful and boring. No. Both options feel amazing. It's just a matter of perception. It's a matter of how do I want to view this? You get to buy yourself something either way. And what you're buying yourself in either options are both pretty incredible and they can both feel amazing. So yes, I am here to get the spending that you are doing to buy the tangible things to be purposeful, controlled, and fun. But I am also here to teach you the skill of having your money and saving your money and showing you that it can be just as fun, just as exciting, just as rewarding, feel just as good when you are not spending your money as when you are spending your money. So instead of looking at spending and saving as competing forces, we can actually start to look at them as complements to one another. Again, either way, I'm shopping. I'm buying. It's just a matter of what and who I am making that value exchange with another person or party, or with my present self and my future self. The last point I want to make is that balance is key. I always talk about this. You never want to be in a position where you are saving or having 100% of your money or where you are spending 100% of your money and buying the tangible things. We want to be in a healthy medium between the two. So when we're looking at that spending spectrum, we're right in the middle there. And that is where the intentional spending happens. There is always going to be a flow of money coming into me. And sometimes I'm going to choose to use that money to buy myself tangible things. And sometimes I'm going to make the decision to actually make that exchange with my future self and buy myself something intangible that only I get to experience. But there's going to be a healthy balance between the two. It should not be lopsided one way or the other. And that is how we get into that balanced, healthy, intentional place with our spending that I want for each one of you. So that is really what is going on and what's happening when you're not spending. That's what I have for you this week. I hope that this has been a groundbreaking new perspective for you. I know it certainly was for me. When I shifted this perspective, it felt so much better to me. I stopped looking at my money as I either get to have fun with it or I have to be in restriction and deprivation and sacrifices. It was just like, I get to win with every dollar that I earn. I always get to go shopping. I always get to buy myself something. And regardless of which side I choose, it's always going to feel amazing. So I love each and every one of you. Join us in Overcoming Overspending. This is where we really do the work of becoming an intentional spender. Just to remind you, you're going to get the program. You're going to get the Facebook community. You're going to get live weekly coaching calls with me. I've had a couple of people ask, how long does the coaching go on for? The coaching goes on forever, basically. I'm going to be doing a coaching call every single week for the lifetime of overcoming overspending, which overcoming overspending is going to be around for a long time, you guys. It is not going anywhere. So 
The coaching is going to be around for a long time and you get access to it forever. It's not like when you join, you only get to be on a certain number of coaching calls. You get to join every single week for as long as you want. You have lifetime access to the program. There's so many other amazing goodies. You're going to get my credit card clarity course. You're going to get my YNAB tutorial. You're going to get my every little detail book. And I have a lot of really other amazing mini courses like paying off debt from abundance, dealing with your spouse's spending choices, mindset tools and resources. All of that are things, value adds that I'm going to be putting into the program for students only. So make sure you jump on it. Save your $300. I do not want you to miss it if you are here listening and it is still March 2022. I don't want you to lose out on the opportunity to snag those savings. I love you guys dearly. Have a fantastic week and I will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Hey girl, if you enjoyed this episode, I want to invite you to join me in overcoming overspending. It's my signature program where I take you through my three-phase approach to stop impulse shopping and overspending so that you can finally start making substantial progress with your finances. Through the self-paced online program, the student community group, and live weekly coaching with me, you will receive all the encouragement you need to finally achieve lasting change with your money habits that have been sabotaging you for so long. You'll have money back in your pocket. You will leave behind the stress and the worry that you currently experience with money, and your spending will be controlled, purposeful, and actually feel good and be fun. The best part is it's 100% risk-free. You have a lifetime to implement my proven process. And after doing that, if you don't make your investment back, I will give you a full refund. Your results are guaranteed or the program is on me. Just head over to overcomingoverspending.com to get started. I can't wait to have you as a student within the program.